Hey everyone, you're listening to the Commander's Brew Podcast, and around here, we want to bring you the funnest EDH decks possible on a reasonable budget. So, if you're a Commander player who loves an interesting brew, we're the cast for you. Hey, if you've been here a while and you're loving what we do, consider supporting our show by subscribing on YouTube or giving us a five-star review on iTunes. Or, the biggest and best support is over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash commandersbrew, where you can support us directly while joining other like-minded commander players on our Discord. But without further ado, this week's episode is... Thadric, Is It Zombies? Hey everyone, it's episode 313 of the Commander's Brew. Welcome uh, to our homes. Uh, uh, it's me, Andy. Sean's here. How are you doing, Sean? Oh, well, uh, welcoming everyone to our homes. I uh, s- did an extra good sweep to get all the cat litter crumbs Ooh, off I, the floor. Yeah, and I did That's, not. You know, when You'll it's be getting a nice, some of those in your, in your socks. A VIP guest when, yeah. like, you, when you go to a home of a cat owner and you don't step in a single crumb of cat litter. Yeah, I hope non-cat owners understand that you know like you should it gets everywhere Mm -hmm. yeah it's all over the place especially if you're using that light cat litter do you guys use that? yes yeah we use like this like organic like corn like it's not made of like clay or silt or whatever it is it's like it's made of corn so it's not heavy so yeah like it 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 gets up everywhere that's the pro see that's the problem with those types of litters mm-hmm. the your lighter mm-hmm. litters they get kicked all over the place and they get carried all over the place we still use a traditional litter it's a it's a heavy <laughs> litter and while it does get all over the area the cat litter box is in it's it's pretty zoned into that to that like area <laughs> at least right we've got two cats one of them is named frankie and whenever she's done in the litter box she sprints somewhere like just bolts yeah. uh i don't and our bit is like whenever we see her like run across we're like hey frankie way over there in the corner did you did you see someone take a dump in the litter box because it reeks and you're way over there so <laughs> we know it can't be you <laughs> there's a massive crap in the litter box and it just happened and obviously you're super far away so it could have been you i love this bet this is a good bet. yeah yeah i mean whoever it was didn't cover it so, <laughs> so <laughs> i mean we got to get to the bottom of this yeah yeah i mean maybe you can help us out just yeah. point to, oh you're pointing to our other cat every time <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> and we got to start, you know, with the person who's farthest from the crime so we can eliminate that suspect yeah. easier. So we're yeah. just moving from there. I don't know why all those Law and Order shows are so complicated. Just get a map, draw a circle, and start moving the circle in. Yeah. And whoever's the closest to the crime, that's, that's probably the guy. The most, that's the most likely person, for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, just makes a lot of sense. Uh, and you know what? And it also rewards, you know fast criminals which you know <laughs> my favorite michael jackson song by the way <laughs> you've been hit by you've been struck by a fast criminal <laughs> i was on the track team in high school <laughs> we are in a mood today <laughs> yes and you know what it's time that we did bring something to everyone's attention we got to bring mm-hmm. something to the forefront here and i, I mm-hmm. 
I don't mean to bring down the mood at all, but no, it has to it be done. Important. It has to be done. And listen, maybe it's our fault things went this way, but I got to say, we didn't get a single, a single entry into the art challenge. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe that's because, you know, hey, you know, you thought we were joking about it. You know, we right. thought, hey, these guys, uh, usually the first half of their podcast is just nonsense and uh, I barely listen to it or... <laughs> I skip past that part to get to the deck or they're obviously joking. They don't want me to actually draw an instant pot on a, <laughs> on a, a, a magic card, uh, you know, especially a, a trading post, you know, that makes no sense. Look, they're even laughing at the idea of it. But the thing is, is we were dead serious and I did check it today and I did see that there were, I mean, look, is this the first time I've checked and it's been <laughs> like two weeks? Yes. But I still thought we'd at least get one and we got zero. And um, I implore you to enter the art challenge. And look, hey, maybe we just made the hashtag too hard to remember. And maybe because the hashtag was too hard to remember, you also thought that it was a joke for that reason. You know, nine times out of ten, I'm going to say that's correct. You know, that's right. A, a joke of a hashtag. Hashtag Seabrew Art Chal. You know, that's, yeah. is there two L's? Is there one L? I don't know. That's up to you to decide. Will it get entered in the competition if you do it wrong? No. So, you know, <laughs> listen, it, listen, it's difficult. There's a lot of hoops to jump through, you know, both figuratively and literally. The, you, We also require you to send us video of you jumping through a hoop. But at the Commander's Brew, we believe art is suffering. It is, exactly, and exactly. we don't want you to, we don't want you to just whip something up all cash send it over ha 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 no because that's meaningless that's <laughs> that that in in that would not be art mm -hmm. right like and and we'll see through it mm -hmm. and we won't stand for it <laughs> no well yeah you'll be blocked immediately in order to make art you have to suffer you have to and we want you to suffer for this art and <laughs> that includes listening to this bit of the podcast right now yeah, <laughs> this is part of the suffering. That you have this to is go part through. of it. Because you're probably like, it, oh, I wasn't even even if it was a real art challenge, I would I wouldn't even enter it because I'm maybe I'm not good at art or I don't I'm not interested in that sort of thing. Or again, I just do. Please hurry okay. up and get to the deck part of the First show. Of, maybe this can I say well. something? I don't want to hear you talking like that. OK, OK. I don't want to hear anyone saying no. I'm out there in listener land. I'm not good at art. No, I, I don't want to do hear art. that. No, no, we don't want to hear that. Every human being has a beautiful soul. Mm hmm. And is capable of beautiful art. Mm -hmm. And it is not for other people to say, maybe when you were a kid, you tried to draw an elephant and someone's like, that elephant looks stupid. And you're like, yeah, you're right. And you never picked up a pencil again to draw. I shed a tear. Wrong. For, for that child. Wrong. Uh, and for the adult you grew up into being. Right. So listen. I shed a tear. Your art's valid and we want to see it. And specifically... Yeah. Now, next question you may be asking yourself is like, hey, if all that's valid, hey, what if I did something different? What if I did like a cool character or like a different? Listen, just stick to the challenge, okay? Let's take it one step at a time here. Your art's beautiful. Yes, obviously. Do whatever you want. Of course, on your own time. This is our time. Right. And just draw a friggin' instant pot on a trading post. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It has to It has to be that it so that we know that. you aren't just pulling something out of your art portfolio that you already did yeah, and are exactly. trying to pass it off as something you just did. It's like, that's why we're so specific. 
Yeah, exactly. And just hashtag at Subaru Art Chow, and mm-hmm. um, and that's and that's gonna be that's gonna be all you need to do. Anyways, um, I, <laughs> I didn't mean to get serious. I didn't mean to get heated there, but hey, this is the world we're living in, and that's where we're coming from. It's important. Uh, it's important. But now that that's through, I'm ready to thank you, dear listener, <laughs> yeah. for listening. Uh, thank you for listening, as always, sharing in our bits. The Instant Pot one is not a bit. That is true. That's not a bit. That's uh, real life. That's, a full that's real life. I can understand. Challenge. I totally understand. Might get I turned understand. into a reality show. We're talking to Mark Burnett about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, and if not him, the bar rescue guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's, he's interested. <laughs> we got a meeting uh, with him right after Burnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's I think it's him. It, it, it was a can of axle grease. It might it might have been just a can of axle grease. I'm not sure. If an it opened was. one. It looked an open. An opened can of axle but grease. But that also could have been that guy. That's what I, you know, that's what. <laughs> I have a hard know, time telling them I'm apart. High, that's what I'm saying, yeah. We're not sure about the meeting with the guy from Bar Rescue is what we're saying. It could be just that on our way back to the car, there's a can of old axle grease there. Right. From the meeting with Mark Burnett at CBS. <laughs> right, 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 right. Very serious meeting. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for <laughs> putting up with our bits. Thank mm-hmm. you. And and especially thank you to anyone who decided to go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash commandersbrew, and help out there, getting in on the Discord, helping us with these brews, having a few laughs and the various channels going on. Or maybe you want to help and you're like, I don't got that kind of scratch. No problem. How about a like and a subscribe on YouTube? Maybe hit that bell, that kind of thing. Maybe a nice review on whatever podcast platform you get your podcasts from. That also helps. If you're already going to buy cards, why not go through our TCG Player link? Because after you buy those cards, which you were maybe going to buy anyway, we'll get a little slice of that action. Looks good on us. And if you're in Canada, we do have the best deal for you. Actual money off your Magic Singles order through the Wizard Tower. Let's hear that from them now. You enter the cave and discover that we're proud Canadian podcasters. And we're proud to be sponsored by one of Canada's premier card stores, The Wizard's Tower, wizardtower.com. Canadian listeners get an exclusive coupon code, BREWADVENTURES, to get 5% off any order of singles shipped to you for free as long as you've ordered $15 or more in singles. And you can check out our deck list for this week's episode and other episodes we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. Now, roll a perception check. Yeah, there we go. Okay, that might be the last Brew Adventures. We'll see. We might get another one um, in the coming weeks. Because... The Innistrad uh, Midnight Hunt is upon us, and let's take a look at our very first deck tech from this upcoming set right now, shall we? It is a brand new commander from the brand new Innistrad Midnight Hunt set that is uh, not even fully spoiled yet as of this recording. Um, so, you know, uh, what, do we do, what, what we do around here is we want to get you, you know, the newest stuff the fastest possible so we just we grabbed one that had been spoiled and we we brewed a deck around it now you know uh to to be honest right now 
they're not all the most interesting commanders I've seen in my life so far. There's some exciting things for to be sure, but um, but right now it's um, uh, it's just it's just like only a handful of the of the legendaries I would guess that are out from this set. But but it's you know we got some cool stuff in here, and um, so we who did we decide to go with, and what did we decide to do with it? Well, that's the more interesting question. Uh, TBH, but we decided this week to brew around an is it commander by the name of Vadric, Astral Archmage. Um, so yeah, I started with this commander, and then we wanted to go in a in a in a, in a unique direction with this, and um, you'll see what I mean after I read the card here. So Vadric, not to be confused with Vadrock, which is also Oh, is also why a did creature. they <laughs> a legendary creature? It's one letter off. We're gonna. I eat. mean, if if we get Moldrotho in this set, it's, I'm gonna be so mad. Basically, what's happening here? Uh, but Vadric Winoto, yeah, right. joiner of four souls. <laughs> yeah, just change a vowel. There you have it. Uh, They're out of names. We are officially out of names. The new planeswalker juice. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Vadric is a uh, Vadric Astral Archmage. Here, here he is. It's a one blue red. It's an Isa Commander, human wizard. Uh, uh, Vadric is a one two. And it says if it's either day or night, it becomes day as Vadric uh, enters the battlefield. Pause there just for a second because there's this whole new mechanic. You might want to go look it up. Uh, but the, the day or night thing, it's basically how we're doing werewolves now. It's essentially. The same as the old werewolf rule about uh, no spells cast on a turn flips the, the werewolves and then two or more cast flips them back. Except that now instead of on anyone's turn, it's only that person's turn that it counts. So like if if uh, if I cast no spells, Vadric or Vadric doesn't flip because he's not a flip card. But uh, if I cast no spells, it uh, turns to night. Right. And then the next time it's like it's not if like like on um the next person's turn, if they cast one spell and then I cast a spell also on their turn, that won't count as the the two spells needed oh, to turn it to night. Um, it that's, used to. Yes, it used to. And in fact, it still does for those old cards. So weird. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the errata that people want and all this type of thing because, because those rules are not streamlined, they do not do the same thing. The new werewolves work differently than the old werewolves slightly. So, But it is true that once... We have a day, daytime. Mm -hmm. The game knows whether it's day or night, and yes. it's keeping track. It's like the monarch in that way. Okay. Um, it does keep track whether or not anything cares about it. Technically, <laughs> things do. It does change if you have something like a Vadric come into play. Well, Vadric sure. does uh, care about it in, in a way because um, here it is: instant sorcery spells you cast cost X less to cast, where X is Vadric's power. Okay. And whenever day becomes night or night becomes day, you put a plus and plus on counter on Vadric. Mm. So Vadric's going to pump himself up whenever it changes from day to night. And uh, honestly, we didn't really build towards that with this commander, oddly enough. Um, I think it will in some ways, simply because of the nature of instants and sorceries. Sometimes you'll be casting none. Sometimes you'll be casting a bunch. And will that change it from day to night? Yes, uh, at times it will. Um, so, but really what we focused on is this ability to uh, lower the cost of instants and sorceries and um, with Vadric's power and what can we do with that? So looking at this commander, obviously there's a lot of things that come to mind. This is going to be a good Lost Cards episode, I just got to say, because 
this is a classic is it spell slinger type thing where we can go in a ton of different directions with it for this for the main episode i really wanted to do something slightly different than what we're used to with is it and with caring about instances and sorceries so basically after really running it through the the discord and you know trying to pick our brains over there and really trying to come up with something I did what, you know, when you have writer's block, they say the best thing to do is just leave it and come back to it later and see, see what happens. Well, that's what I did with this. We, I left, left the brewing sesh and then came back the next day and I came up with something. And here it is. We're talking about, is it zombies? Amazing. <laughs> is Amazing. it zombies? So, you know, hey, we don't have black in this deck, but it doesn't matter. We don't need black. You know what we need? Instants and sorceries and lots of them. Um, Blue is the other zombie color, so we're going to get a bunch of that you know what? I'll just let the deck speak for itself. Sean, let's uh, start it up here. Hold on one second. There we go. Okay. Let's start it up here and reading sort of our, our, our base here, our, our vegetables. We got to have a couple of those like spell slinging, you know, familiar spells that we all know. So take a, take these first oh, few. Wouldn't be an is a deck without some of these staples. Faithless looting, a single red for a sorcery, draw two, discard two. You can flash it back for three. Uh, treasure cruise for once that graveyard gets full. It's an eight mana spell, but we can delve it down to a single blue to draw three cards at sorcery speed. Uh, and then think twice. Uh, you're getting two cards off of this. Two mana for the first one, three mana for the second one as a flashback. Uh, whenever you got the time in your turn as an instant. Love them. Love all of these. Right, yeah. So there's our, you know, there's that's kind of what we're doing when it comes to like little cantropy type things, casting stuff, getting it in. Like you're right, you know, getting it into our graveyard. That might be something we're looking towards uh, getting. Um, but let's before we get into digging into all that and why we pick this is it spell for a uh, sorry this is it commander for a zombie deck. Let's uh, take a look at some of the zombie synergies that we have working in these colors. Well, first up is Havengul Runebinder. Um, two blue blue for the two two human wizard. You pay two and a blue and tap it. You can exile the creature card from your graveyard and you get a 2-2 black zombie creature token on the battlefield. Then you put a plus one, plus one counter on each zombie creature you control. That's really good. I do think this is a bit of an underrated card when it comes to zombies. Um, yeah. And certainly when we're looking to get as many zombies as we can in this deck without black, this is a great card to have. Yeah. Uh, we need it. Um, another one is Stitcher Geralt. Three blue, blue. It's a legendary human wizard. Three, four. Pay two and a blue, tap, hit, tap this creature. Each player puts the top three cards of of their library into their graveyard. Exile up to two creature cards put into graveyards this way. Put an XX blue zombie creature token onto the battlefield where X is the total power of the cards exiled this way. So it just makes us some tokens. Basically, these two are just making us some tokens. The rune binder is going to make them a little bigger. That's nice. And then we've got an actual zombie here, Jaros Mindcrusher. Four blue, blue for the five, five, huge zombie horror. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, target player puts the top five cards of his or, or sorry of their library into the graveyard, and then it has undying. So just a little bit of a taste. We're making some. Um, we got some other other creatures that make zombie tokens, and then we do have a smattering of zombies. Um, that are actually in the deck, proper zombie creatures. Also, oh, nice. looked like you were going to say something. Yeah, yeah. No. So that's these are just kind of vegetables. This is just kind of what we need to have in the deck to get things rolling. But this is an is it zombie deck. This is not your grandmother's, 
you know, zombie deck where we're putting all the familiar black zombie cards and graveyard stuff. This is going to be a little different. So in order to explore that, let's start talking about the neat moves. Working on a neat moves. Okay, so we have to get to the real heart, the real meat of this deck. Sean, I want you to read these first two, Ooh. these two cards here, because this is actually how we're going to tie in is it zombies? How we're going to tie it all together? Some faves of mine. Love this one here. Rise from the tides. It's a six mana sorcery. Create a tapped 2 2 black zombie creature token for each instant and sorcery in your graveyard. I already talked about three cards that go to the graveyard real easy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, th this thing for six mana, you're going to make a lot of zombies. Uh, and then we've also got following up Hour of Eternity, blue, 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 XX. So, you exile. X target creature cards from your graveyard and for each creature exiled this way you make a token copy of it except it's a 4-4 black zombie they are eternals uh, mm -hmm. sort of yes. uh, from Hour of Devastation that's right and then there's actually one more kind of hat like it's not as good as these two but oh the invade the city yeah. yeah this is sorcery I mean it's one blue red a mass X where X is the number of instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard. I mean, I'd rather get a two, two per, but this only cost me three. So yeah. getting a giant, you know, so the seven, seven and eight, eight, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not, it's not too bad for the mana cost. And like, this will most likely end up costing you just the two anyways. And the same goes for these other two spells, you know, uh, part of the big appeal for me when I was looking at Vadric and like what type of themes to do and what type of stuff we can do with it. Um, Rise when it ties a six mana sorcery and hour of eternity. It needs two X's and then it's three blue pips. Like, yeah, Vadric is going to do a lot of work for us to get these, um, these spells down to a very affordable, you know, cost to the point where we might even be able to cast a rise from the tides, cast one of those cards that gets something back from our graveyard and then cast this again, uh, which is an incredible value. And then hour of eternity, um, same de same type of deal, except that obviously that first it's it's kind of like you only have to pay the single X uh, because right. usually Vadric will give you that three, four, even five, uh, probably closer to like three and four off uh, off of that 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 cost. So yeah, this is what we're doing. We're we're trying to get our graveyard nice and full, and then whatever makes sense. Either we're hour of eternitying or we're rising from the tides, you know, whatever. So let's fill that yard. Let's. Uh, Let's get uh, cards in the graveyard. Factor Fiction, incredible card, three and a blue for the instant. Reveal the top five cards of your library. An opponent separates those cards into two piles. Put one pile in, into your hand, the other into your graveyard. I mean, just goes without saying, this is great. And, and again, with Vadric's ability of you know discounting those instants and sorceries, Factor Fiction often just costs a single blue. Uh, we also have Desperate Ravings. This is a fun uh, time uh, that we can use this card because usually it's not really that good. Uh, one in a red for an instant. Draw two cards and discard a card at random. And then you can flash it back for two and a blue. Um, so, yeah, you know, discarding a card at random is obviously not great. But uh, we kind of don't care in this deck. Anything we have in our hand, it's fine to just discard. And if there is anything you really desperately want to hang on to, you can always cast that first or whatever. Um, it's really not that bad. There's plenty of ways to get stuff back in this deck, so we're not super worried about it. Um, and, oh yeah, and Hazrat's Monument is also here. Uh, um, great card. Three mana for the legendary artifact. Red creature spells you cast cost one less to cast. That's nice. And whenever you cast a creature spell, you may discard a card, and if you do, draw a card. So th that's the type of yard filling we're doing in this deck. 
Uh, there's a lot of like, you know, like this kind of uh, looting and or rummaging or whatever you want to call it um, that uh, red and blue tend to do stuff that we get to see what we're doing for. Like, it's not just straight milling. There are, we do have some straight milling cards in here, too, but but most of it is this type. And uh, it's cool because it just really lets you be selective with it. Um, and, uh, sometimes oddly enough in this deck, you end up with like a, a, a mitt full of lands because you're just like, you're putting all the instances of sorceries in your graveyard. Cause that's where you want them to be. And you're only keeping like one or two for a key moment. So yeah, uh, it can be, it, it's kind of weird that way, but it's a, it, it, it ends up working out. I did manage to sneak in a, a test session with this and was actually, was pretty surprised at, at how, how well these types of, of, uh, graveyard filling cards work. Oh, can I throw one a curveball here? Please do. I don't know if it's actually in the de- deck list, but it's my favorite. I, I want uh, Epiphany at the Drown Yard in there. Oh yes, Epiphany. That's a great card uh, because it's it's like any yep. any deck where your opponent gets to choose. It's it's blue X instant revealed X plus one, and then you put them into two piles, and an opponent picks which pile goes into your hand and the other pile goes in your graveyard but in decks like this it's just like oh yeah i'm gonna make two <laughs> amazing piles this pile is like either pile is amazing in my graveyard or amazing in my hand and and i love i would love to <laughs> I, I where you're just like i'm gonna make a pile of a single card and a pile of nine cards and they're like well, obviously, I have to put the nine cards in the graveyard, but that's just going to give you everything you need. <laughs> exactly. That's actually I, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, I want those nine in the yard for sure. Yeah. But and if, then they if, also, like, if they give them in your hand, that's also yeah. fine. <laughs> You're like, OK, pal, because I'm going to discard a few at the end of my turn yeah. anyway. So you can't. Yeah, this like in it. Normally, this card sucks, but in a graveyard deck, I, I just know this I is you know what this is absolutely incredible in this deck because same type of thing you can just sometimes just cast this for a single blue and get four or five cards from it like that's incredible that's great it becomes factor fiction same same type of thing i love it um absolutely this belongs in the deck and uh i would suggest putting it in um okay but there's so there's so you know we fill in our graveyard with instance and sorceries we're looking like an is it deck that way but we got this cool new spin where we're going to uh try and make a bunch of zombies from it we're gonna uh, uh you know capitalize on the some of our zombie synergies we have from our creatures as well but there's also a little extra little move in this deck and actually it comes from what we were kind of doing in the discord when we were brewing this deck at first i was like is it can we do this as an entire deck and of course we can but instead, it just became kind of a sub-theme of this deck, which I still think fits perfectly. Sean, why don't you tell us about the flashback cards in this deck? Ooh, right. So if, obviously, if we're dealing with the graveyard, flashback is perfect. What what more perfect mechanic to be in an Innistrad-themed deck uh, with, with an Innistrad commander at the helm? Uh, Reckless Charge is a single red for a sorcery. Target creature gets plus three, plus O, and gains haste until end of turn. Guess what? Throw that on Vadric. Now all your spells cost four less, so you can flash it back for two and a red or just a single red now Yeah, because it's cheaper. That's right. And now now Vadric's power would be seven. So now you're just off of two red mana. You're like, okay, cool. So single blue. Yes. Treasure cruise, no delve, single red, some other huge thing. This is great. Uh, increasing confusion. Blue and an X for a sorcery. Target player puts a uh, target player mills the X cards and it's got flashback for X blue. 
And if it is cast from a graveyard, i.e. via flashback, target player mills twice that many cards instead. Again, imagine reckless charge off of two red. Yeah. And Vadric is what up to, do we say seven? So then it's like single blue, mill seven, single blue again, mill 14. <laughs> and it's target player. You can do yourself. If, yeah. And you probably will. Well, that's what you want to do. Exactly. You want to mill yourself. Yeah. And then you want, and then the thing about the, the a deck like this is that the graveyard is really just an extension of our hand. So increasing confusion is kind of like drawing all these cards, not only drawing them all because we got a ton of flashback in the deck, but we're not having to pay that extra flashback cost for one thing. So because Vadric is actually discounting all the flashback costs, but also this is like drawing cards and it's, it's activating stuff like rise from the tides and you know, all those other ones we talked wow. about earlier. So this card is actually nice. sneaky, very, very good. And you hardly ever want to spend more than a single blue on it because you know, Vadric will, Vadric will give you that, that bonus. Nice. I mean, we're also running ignite the future. It's a sorcery for three and a red exile the top three cards of your library until the end of your next turn you may play those cards says play so that means we're allowed to put lands into the play that way if this spell was cast from a graveyard you may play those cards this way without paying their mana costs flashes back for a hefty seven and a red but that's not always so bad for vadrick yeah Uh, nice especially if we got a huge discount going i'm happy to get a bunch of extra cards that way totally um, and then one of the best spells to flashback if you've got extra mana discounts is Devil's Play. Red X, sorcery, X damage any target, flashback, X, red, red, red. So yeah. yeah. Let's do let's 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 burn some faces. Yeah, sometimes you just need to burn a face. Sometimes <laughs> you just need to take a creature down with a damage spell, and this is you know, this is gonna do obviously whatever you need it to do. At the time, you need to do it. Um, yeah, flashback works so well with this commander, with this strategy, because we want to be filling the graveyard, all the things I just said. Um, so it becomes a really fun um, uh, really fun uh, method of play. And uh, we can take advantage of a couple other uh, cards that really care about flashback, like Quiet Speculation, which is a, a, a one and a blue for a sorcery that just says search target player's library for up to three cards of flashback. Put them into that player's graveyard, then the player shuffles his or her library. Honestly, sometimes sometimes it's just this is just worth it just alone to get reckless charge because it can be such a good card from oh, your wow. from your graveyard. Yeah. Um, and we also have runic repetition, which is two in a blue, and it's a sorcery that's that returns a target exiled card with flashback you own to your hand. So this one pulls one out of exile. I normally wouldn't really care about this type of effect, except that it itself is a sorcery, so. When it goes to the yard, you have it sitting there as a plus one to your cards that care about it. And so in, in a way, it, and because we're going to be likely having it be discounted, because it's two and a blue, it's not cheap. So for single blue to like cycle this and get a card that's good out of exile, I feel like that's going to be the, the it's pretty safe to say that's an average case scenario, um, or at least close to it. Um, so Man, I, I'm getting that reckless charge back. Yeah, out of there. exactly. So I'm really I'm willing to run runic repetition here. I don't think this card is great, but I think uh, we can make it work in this deck. Hmm. Um, and another another two cards that really work well with this uh, getting things out of our graveyard, casting things from our graveyard and so on are secrets of the dead, which is two in a blue for an enchantment that says whenever you cast a spell from your graveyard, draw a card and River Kelpie, this classic three blue blue for a beast. It's a three, three beast. And it says, whenever it or another permanent enters the battlefield from a graveyard, draw a card. 
And then whenever a player casts a spell from a graveyard, draw a card. And it has persist. So, you know, whenever you're casting your stuff from your graveyard, flashing it back, uh, you're getting you're getting stuff out. When you're bringing your zombies out, uh, they can also, um, if they if they enter the battlefield from, from, from your graveyard, they'll draw your cards as well. Not to mention the fact that River Kelpie will do it itself when it dies because it persists. They'll draw you a card. So it's a really solid creature and as i'll talk about in our new segment coming up which sean doesn't even know about and i'm <laughs> dropping it on him uh it's you're, we're, we're gonna talk a little bit more about this card but there you have it that's you know this is this is what we're trying to do here and i think that there's just enough support for this deck in magic that it works um love it I could do with another Rise from the Tides-like situation that cares specifically about zombies. But, you know, if you really, if you wanted to lean away from, like, the zombie part of it a little bit, you could obviously, like, we've, we've seen those decks. You know, you've got stuff like Talrand and things like that that make Drakes. That type of thing. But but really, if if there was one more card that did this, I think this, this deck would be, like, perfect. So, yeah. you know, maybe we'll get one in some of the upcoming Innistrad stuff. Who knows? You know, this whole set hasn't been spoiled yet. Uh, maybe maybe we'll see a little more zombie stuff. Eh, who knows? Who knows? But but I got to say, I'm, imp- I'm impressed with the amount of cards that came together to make this work. It, I think it's actually decent. Yeah. Um, so big help. I mean, Chiefy, Groove Chicken, Nostrak 2, Beppo, Papadillo, Micah, Eternity's Crafter. We had a bunch of people in there. We... You know, thanks for uh, bearing with me, everyone who was in there and then who decided to, like, either uh, not <laughs> stick with it because there was, like, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do this commander, and that was kind of it. And like I said, I, I like, left and came back the next day and then kind of figured the deck out. So, but this there, there was a lot of help because we did talk a lot about the whole flashback thing. We talked a ton about the day and night stuff. Um, yeah, and... Um, Keep in mind that uh, when we talk about pumping up uh, uh, our commander in this deck, the day and night stuff is going to happen, right? Like, there's going to be times when your opponents don't cast a spell in their turn and they wait. There's going to be times when they cast two and then it switches and so on. So the the pumping um, uh, will kind of come naturally and you don't need that much of it. But, um, but hey, we've talked about our Discord helpers. We've talked about basically the entire deck at this point. That means it's time for the budget report. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, uh, um, we've got a new little segment coming up here inside of the budget report. Um, But let's first talk about the actual budget of this one. Uh, Basically, as I kind of alluded to, um, there's like just enough cards to make this (laughs) weird. Is it spell slinging zombie strategy work? So I didn't really cut anything for budget. Uh, I, mm. I, I had to move some stuff around a little bit, but really I, I left in kind of the bigger budget cards that I think, um, uh, well, you can decide if, if they're necessary. Let's talk about them. The most expensive card in this $150 deck, the low being 87. So it's not outside of the you know realm of reasonable, you know, costed things. Uh, the most expensive card is Kindred Discovery. This is like, we all know this card is very expensive. It's three blue blue. It's an enchantment. It says when it, uh, when it enters the battlefield, you choose a creature type. And whenever a creature you control of the chosen type enters the battlefield or attacks, you draw a card. So we choose zombies here. We draw a bunch of cards. This card's $26, though. <laughs> so it's really it's really up there. I like sometimes when you think of a tribal deck, there's I, I often will. Well, I always do this. 
I, I have it like, why am I making this a tribal deck? What is the yeah. payoff for being tribal specifically, right? Because a lot of times I'll start thinking I'm making a tribal deck and then I'll ask myself that question and I'll look at it and I'll be like, oh, this isn't even a tribal deck. It's just a tokens deck, you know? Yeah. Like, I have a soldier. I have a soldier's tribal deck that doesn't care about soldiers at all, but there's all <laughs> soldiers in it. it. Really, it's just a token deck. Um, so you, so these are the cards that make the tribal aspect of it pay off. And Kindred Discovery is an incredible card. It's just that it's 26 bucks. Hmm. I know you've got Neheb the Eternal in here yes. who snuck up to 17 bucks. I know. Uh, it makes sense because it's free mana. Mm -hmm. uh, three red red for a legendary creature zombie minotaur warrior. You got a zombie. There it is in the type line. Uh, it's a four six with a flick three. So even if he's blocked, you're going to do three damage to your whoever blocks it. And at the beginning of your second main, you add red to your mana pool for each one life your opponents have lost. So if he's not blocked, that's going to be at least four if maybe more if he's pumped but if he is blocked he is at least three not to mention all the other zombies and things getting in so yeah. making a ton of mana with neheb is a thing 17 bucks 17 bucks though quite a lot quite a bit there i i think neheb is far better suited as a commander i think that 17 dollar price tag suits neheb in the commander spot yeah. but i don't think you're getting 17 bucks of value off of his yeah, inclusion in the 99 yes i totally agree that you know that's a very good uh, that's that's a that's a very good way of looking at it because I I would agree that that's why it costs that much is because yeah you know that's how good it is as a commander uh, mm. another card that's in here that you know <clears throat> you want zombies well you want a field of the dead it's the land that enters tap taps for colorless and then uh, whenever this or another land enters the battlefield under your control if you control seven or more lands with different names you just make a two two black zombie. Um, Despite this being basically a commander staple at this point, every deck runs like 30 to 40 lands and they're almost all uniquely named. So Field of the Dead is free zombies for any deck that wants them. Um, that's the reason I just won't automatically put it in every deck. But I, I'm I'm glad to see it here. It, even though it's 16 bucks, it's yeah. good and it, it suits what the deck is doing. I agree. I I. I say it goes in every deck but then of course i don't actually put it in every deck not only because it's 16 dollars. like even yeah. if it was two dollars i don't think i would put it in every deck but you're right it, it fits here it makes the most sense in obviously zombies um the thing about field of the dead is the lower your land budget is the worse this card gets ah right like the, right the better your land base the, the more different types of lands you can get you're getting shocks you're getting uh, fetches especially obviously right the double yeah. entry uh you're gonna have a much better field of the dead deck whereas if you're running you know budget stuff you're getting a lot of basics in there like i have in this deck and field of the dead is not worth 16 dollars in this deck uh yeah. so in, in in the one that i'm presenting here with a very budget mana base field of the dead isn't that great so that's definitely one you can cut if you're doing this exact deck and especially and, and uh, like I hate brewing this way again. I like it in this deck, but I hate that now, like every two color deck, you might as well do snow islands and regular islands yeah. and snow mountains and regular mountains for no other reason than to getting a better chance of Field of the Dead coming online. I, I, I don't like that way of brewing. There's no reason for snow mountains in this zombie deck. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, and the last one here. Ooh, coat of arms, a classic. Uh, never. It's expensive because they'll never reprint it because it's too confusing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's five mana for an artifact. Each creature on the whole battlefield. 
gets plus one plus one for each other creature that doesn't include itself on the whole battlefield that shares at least one creature type with it. You got Neheb, who's a zombie minotaur god, I think. So like warrior, I don't even know. So you've got a cross reference. Okay. Again, it's 15 bucks. It does a lot for a tribal deck. I also don't like running this because I hate the brain the brain freeze I get now everyone's like what is everything I don't even know you got an elf druid I don't even want to figure what an elf (laughs) druid is (laughs) okay and then you don't forget to look at your opponent's boards too because that all matters to that right yeah so I oh look at my zombies a 1919 it's like okay my elf druid is a 2020 big deal (laughs) yeah right um so yeah coat of arms I mean obviously it's a very powerful card uh yeah it's really good the tribal aspect one of the payoffs of it being tribal is coat of arms but it's $15. It's back up to being really expensive. It was, it did drop down under 10 for a while, but now it's shot back up again. Hopefully they, the thing is, is they have reprinted this. Just not, not in like in a standard like, legal set, of course. But like, right. But they have it, in like commander stuff or some like a. Mi- secret packs Se- got yeah. one that was in a dual deck. Right. So anyways, uh, it's a great card, and um, of all the ones on this list that I would fight to, like, keep in the deck, this would probably be this would probably be the one. I would say Kindred Discovery, except that it's, like, almost double the price of these other ones. So in that case, yeah. I, say, I say Coat of Arms. Uh, all right, here's the new segment, guys. It's called Budget Babies. <laughs> Cha-ching! Okay. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll make a real version of that. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I, I know. I know someone who can provide us with excellent baby crying. <laughs> oh, perfect! Yes, that would be <laughs> amazing. Uh, get a little Ellie noise in there. Um, okay, uh, budget babies. New segment here on the show. Budget babies. Basically, these are the cards that you know. We always talk about the expensive cards. We never talk about the ones that are really helping us with the budget that are doing heavy yeah. lifting that are super Good important call. that are only a, a gumball or two here and there um so here we go let's do it we've actually kind of already talked about this card river kelpie uh coming in at 50 cents the reason i wanted to specifically just mention it here in this section is that not only does it do all this stuff for our for our deck from when we cast our stuff from our graveyard and we have permanent center from our graveyard it does it if it happens to your opponents as well if your opponent's, mm. it's whenever a player casts a spell from a graveyard, draw a card. So this is kind of even good, even if the main focus of your deck isn't graveyard synergies. Like, you can just kind of run this if you, if you have some of that going on. And then if you're meta, if you know your meta, you know, does stuff like this. Anyways, River Kelpie, 50 cents for this card. It's really, really good. I love it. It's a rare, too. And Sean, take this next one. Yeah, I know you're familiar Ooh, with this one. Dreamscape Artist. One in a blue for Harrow on Legs. It's a 1-1 human spell shaper. And you can pay the same cost as Harrow, but blue. Two in, a re- two in a blue, tap, discard a card, and sacrifice a land. Search your library for up to two basics. Put them into battlefield. Untapped. You didn't hear me say tapped. Mm-hmm. I did not say tapped. Put them onto the battlefield. Then shuffle your library. That's what Harrow costs. You get to whatever card you discard, you can pretend it's Harrow for two and a blue. Yeah. You can do it at instant speed. It's Harrow. It turns a land into two lands. Like, if yeah. you take a, you know, you, you could discard the card. It's incredible. It turns a land you used to activate this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it I, costs you two. And it's blue. And I know we've talked about this on the show before, but I 
did just want to say that in a blue red deck, you know, you I basically really only wanted instants and sorceries or creatures in this deck. I didn't really want a ton of artifacts. Unfortunately, because of these colors, you just kind of have to have artifacts if you want to ramp mm. and stuff like that. But I wanted to keep the number lower, and Dreamscape Artist is the first card I thought of when I thought about that, because I was like, oh, this is incredible. It's going to be this that, that creature that Sean puts in his decks. Well, now I put it in mine, too, because <laughs> it is a great card, and it's a 25-cent card. I mean, it's a common, so we're not, we're not surprised at what the budget price is, but it does a lot of heavy lifting for um, for a card that only costs 25 cents. It's, it's really incredible. Love it. Right, and uh, the section that we would normally have here, uh, pricey cards we didn't run, well, we just ran them. We no. did just run them. We just ran them. They down. don't exist. That's why I thought of doing Budget Babies instead. Okay, well, there you go. There you have it. That's it. It's uh, Vadric. It's Is It Zombies. And um, Amazing. You know, it's fun to take something that we, you know, we've seen a lot, and, you know, we, we know the cards that go on these types of decks. You know, we know what we're looking for, and then to try and just do anything else with it. You know, like, yeah. that was the challenge here for Vadric, because it is a cool commander, and it is a good... It's good. It's powerful. Um, and there's obviously some other ways. Check out Lost Cards because there's going to be a couple of different ways to build this guy. But um, but yeah, I was pretty. I'm pretty pleased with the way this turned out because we took something. We took two things actually. We took an Is It Spell Slinging deck and we took a Zombie Tribal deck, and then we just did both of them a, a different way, right? At the same time. So try it out. Give it a shot. You know, uh, see 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 what see what you think. Um, uh, if you've got a Zombie Tribal deck, you probably have most of the cards anyway. So. Uh, let's go for it. All right. Well, thanks very much for watching, everyone. Again, remember to check out Lost Cards uh, coming out after this, uh, a couple days after. Um, it's here on the channel. All the Lost Cards after all of our decks you can check out for some different styles, some different takes on these commanders and these themes. And um, otherwise, we'll see you back here next week with, I believe, our set review, but also brand new deck techs every week. Come on back. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you love what we're doing, consider supporting the show by going to patreon.com slash commandersbrew. And if you want to get any of the cards from our deck list, go to our TCG Player affiliate link below. That helps us out too. And for a free way to help us out, consider sharing the show with some friends. Like and subscribe, add a comment or two. See you later. Bye.